Party time, mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Hanging out here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, we've got a lot of folks in the studio hanging out. And so get ready, folks. It's going to be an action packed hour of jocularity. That's what we're calling it. Scott Husing. <laughs> Scott Husing, Echo, and Ramadi is in the studio. We're going to be talking to you because you just did something amazing, which we'll get into in a moment. The puppet master, the perfectionist Mark, is at the helm driving the driving the mothership into the nether regions. We'll see where we go. I love how we work so hard, Mark. We don't go anywhere. We don't do anything. Do yeah, we? we just stay here. Just kind of sit right here. Yeah. And Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Would you know, Candice, I mentioned you on stage last night, Oklahoma City. Oh, no. Why? I did. I brought you up. And everybody clapped and cheered for Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. And here I was. I was, talking about, I was talking about how diverse I am as a person, as you a white are. hillbilly redneck that wears a cowboy hat. You get points for me being here. Uh, there's some points. There's some points. We can't figure out where you're from. But that's, the, you know, I said I got, I got, I got, hang on now. Don't interrupt. What? Say it. No, I'm going to say there was a people thought the waitress was Candice. That was that, two nights ago. That's that where I moonlight. <laughs> Yeah, that was two nights ago. There was a waitress in there, and the guy, he's talking to me. He's so excited to be there. He's like, oh, my God, dude, I can't believe I'm I'm hanging out with him. He's like, holy crap, is that Candice right there? And I was like, no, she works here. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Candice, you're famous. I don't know if you realize it or not. You're famous. But no, I was talking about how diverse I was. I was talking about all the people that work with, you know, (laughs) Willie, my gay Cubano agent. He was in town. Uh, My Jewish manager, Arthur. And, you know, all the different. I've got talked about Steve being a hippie. And I said some other things about Steve. And then I said, Candice, we don't know where she's from. Right? Mystery. It's a mystery. But that's okay. You're not white. And that's all that really matters. That's all that (laughs) really matters. That's all that really (laughs) matters. Party foul, Steve. Hot news, Natalie hanging out at the pub. Uh, you guys got an army over there. And well, guns. The Marines have invaded today. So. I know. And, and got, Natalie. And, and Natalie. The army. And the, what, oh, I'm yeah. sure Natalie's army. had a lot to do with a lot of Marines over the years. But no. now you're Army. Army. You're Go Army now. Go Army. Beat Navy. <laughs> I got a joke I want to say right now, and I just can't say <laughs> it. We'd have to start the whole show over. Stop. <laughs> oh, say it when we go to break. <sighs> If you're watching, if the fact pack's on here watching, I'll, I'll type out what I was thinking in this moment on our live feed on YouTube. Hey, guys, uh, we're going to be in Tomball, Texas this weekend. Cooper Wade, myself, uh, the Texas legend Steve Helms is going to be with us on Sunday night. But we've got a show at District 249 there in Tomball. We're also going to be back because that one, I think, is pretty much sold out. So we added another date, and that's going to be on August 2nd on Sunday night. Then Party File Steve and I are headed out to Salt Lake City for a weekend of shows. Isn't that right? Yeah, Salt Lake City. Yeah. So we're, we're back on the road, folks. And we need to sell some tickets to the Salt Lake City show because we haven't promoted it. And Salt Lake's always been real good to us. I love going to Salt Lake City. Yep. Pretty people. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. It's a fun, fun place. It's a good time. It's good times, baby. Park we're going to get it. Park City right down the road, too. Is good. Yeah, gorgeous, dude. Yeah. I need to go see uh, 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 Jack Carr while I'm out there. You know, yeah, he he's lit. up in yeah he's, yeah, up, he's in up in there. Yep. Hiding out in the woods with his bows and arrows. 
Anyway, we're going to talk to Scott Husing. He's had a big old adventure. He's still right in the middle of it. So we're going to talk to him and get the full scoop. Hang tight. We will be right back. All right, big things going on, and uh, you've just kind of what? Who are you, Scott Husing? I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> I saw you. You left California on a motorcycle, and you transformed into Sons of Anarchy <laughs> on social media as you traveled. You got the Brett Michael thing going on. We both lie silent and still in the dead of the night. Uh. Yeah, this one's for you, Brett. <laughs> yeah. This how many are you a one percenter now? How many people have you killed on this trip? I have, I have, I have none. One, I, you know, I actually hit a mouse. I ran over a mouse on I fifteen leaving California. Did it you was, really? Oh, I, how like do you run over a mouse on a motorcycle? I, I saw the whole thing unfold in front of me. It was surreal, like a Pixar looking up at me. No, and it. Yeah, but that's you it. Get, no, you get fifteen years. No in bruises, California. no bumps, yeah, no that. casualties. Yeah, if you um, hit a turtle, that would be. Mm-hmm. There's a. There's been a lot of roadkill. Is there? Um, I've avoided it, but. So it's been good. Save the Brave, which of course is the organization. Yep. Pete's got it. Pete's sitting over here, arm, uh, rep, repping the army over here. Save the Brave. You guys have been, um, and y'all have been doing the podcast for a while. Yep. And what possessed you to get on your bike and go coast to coast? Well, I started from Temecula, California, where I live, and then South Carolina. And everyone's been giving me a lot of grief, like, "Oh, you picked the worst month in July." Well, the month pick me because my my good friend and high school buddy and he's a navy vet he killed himself last month drank himself to death and when his folks asked me to come out to south carolina around spart they live in spartanburg to give the eulogy i just decided to hop on my bike instead of flying because of the covid and honestly you know how much we travel and i i just needed to get out for myself yeah and Nick Velez, who's sitting over there next to Party File, he's the president of Save the Brave. He's in the book. Um, he started all this, and when I told Nick I was going to ride across the country, he said, you know, you know what, sir, when people find out you're doing this, it's kind of going to blow up. And then I called Pete. I said, hey, I'm riding. So Pete takes off work in the middle of the podcast, dropped a brand-new podcast called The Prison Chronicles, mm-hmm. and yet he's got a computer working in the truck. He's doing his – but he's following me and supporting me. And then along the way, every city we've set, stopped in, so from east to west, we hit Tucson, Pecos, Argyle, Meridian, Mississippi, Atlanta, Spartanburg. And then on the way back, we picked up Birmingham and Shreveport. And then now we're back here in, in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area to do a couple of events. But um, we've raised over $20,000. Mm. Awesome. People have – it's just been – miraculous connecting with total strangers some i've known for all of a week and a half and they've opened up their homes and uh donated and gave their time and money people at gas stations i'm doing the required social media postings as per sop and some random dude who owns a plumbing company says hey i want to give you 20 bucks uh i heard about what you're doing man I i wish i could help here's some money so that's that's the ride and it's been hot it was 118 in yuma a little balmy in the south but i'll tell you what man um what's been revealed to me on this trip 
is uh, the best of the human condition. Mm-hmm. At this time in this country where we are inundated by the worst of everything ever anyone can offer, focusing on that and then being exposed to total strangers uh, who are willing to give of themselves and understand that you know this, there's someone who's leading and, and doing it for the right reasons and they want to rally around that because people do want to be unified. I yeah, think you, I think you get do. that. I mean, we, we, we run plays out of the same playbook for the most part. So You just kind of pulled a Forrest Gump. You're a like, bit. I just felt like riding and everybody joined you. I mean, I went outside today yeah. and there's 30 people out there out mm-hmm. front. Yeah. And some of them you just met today, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. They just met him today, um, and you know the guys from Twenty Two Kill wrote in here with us to mm-hmm. uh, Jake and Justin uh, to support. Uh, they're laser focused on stemming veteran suicide as well, like Save the Brave. So it was nice to get those guys out here. And um, but yeah, total total strangers just show up. I mean, in Meridian, Mississippi, we had like fifty bikers. Sometimes they'll hop on the highway and just like blast off for a couple miles truckers are honking their horn pete's got the truck with all the stickers and the guys came down so it's uh yeah, it's a little overwhelming you know and we were talking before the show too is you know chad asked me like hey how's the ride going well yeah it's hot it's physical i don't have a windscreen on my bike but um you know at apex in south carolina because that's why i started the whole thing was to send dave off and um the ride back was, uh, I don't know, they had a little different feel to it, you know. Um, just uh, a little overwhelming, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I mean, just to, to see these people um, come out and support and donate to SaveTheBrave.org. And Nick's keeping me posted of, like, online donations have increased. And also for Dave. You know, are they able to donate on SaveTheBrave.org? You, you, can go on, you can go online, go to SaveTheBrave.org. You can click Donate. You can do a recurring monthly donation or a one-time. And you, you know, it's just people always want to know, where's the money go? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. It goes to help veterans who are dealing with post-traumatic stress. It goes to our Gold Star families and sometimes the families of those who have to deal in the tragic wake of veterans who've killed themselves. And we do that through offshore fishing in California. We have uh, a great response rate and we like to think that you know, we're one of those organizations where 83 cents of every dollar goes to veteran programs. We don't mm-hmm. take a salary. I don't make any money. I do this. He runs two businesses. Pete runs the podcast. I do a little writing, as you know. Um, but that's where the money goes. So people always ask that question. I think you don't know who to give to. I like to think that Save the Brave is is doing the right thing for the right reasons for the right people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. .org. Don't yeah. forget, folks. .org. Dot org. Savethebrave.org. Yeah. Um you went coast to coast, and all I got was this T-shirt. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I brought he you brought booze. really beautiful did, women. He, also, there, did you see some of the ladies that showed up on their bikes today? I don't today? know. One of them sitting right you don't here. Some? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know, but the they were so. I mean, it was a it was a plethora. There was of, a there was a yeah. plethora uh-huh. of gorgeous women of beautiful ladies I mean, also riding and supporting him. You know what a plethora is, Chad? Yes. Do you know how much a plethora is? Would you say that I have a plethora of gifts? <laughs> oh, Dude, that's fantastic. TV quotes, man. Like TV we could quotes. go all show and just see. Yeah. Hey, and the ladies would be bored. Pete, how you been doing? Oh, man, I've been good. How about you? I'm good, buddy. It's good to see you. Uh, you, uh, you got to visit some family across country, right? Yeah, I finally got to see my daughter. We that's kept good. getting denied because of COVID. 
Well, I've enjoyed watching the trip. Like, I've kind of been able to reminisce as you go and you post what cities you're in because I think about things that either we've done traveling or like you were in Alabaster, Alabama. Yes. Two of my two oldest daughters were born in Alabaster at Baptist Hospital, Shelby County. So, you know, it's just kind of been reminiscent. It's been fun for yeah. me to watch the journey. And y'all have done a good job, Nick, and, and everybody just commenting, posting that stuff, putting it out there, documenting on social media. And you're okay to look at, too. I don't <laughs> mind telling you. I don't mind telling you that if I could take a pill and be gay, I'd come to Temecula. If I, could t- I would. That's sweet. I mean that. That's really sweet. Um, I've been coming for his wife. You'd need anyway. two pills, first of all. Two pills? Yeah. Two pills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to take that. I don't know if that means I'm so manly that it would take two to turn me gay, or I need two just to put up with you. Uh, I don't know how to take that, but I, I, I would do it. Um, literally mom literally uh but i'm proud of what you did and i don't mean that in any form of a condescending way i'm i'm I'm, you took a tragedy and brought a big uh a big platform and were able to use your voice to make something really significant monumental out of this thing and then the people you brought together i mean i was just out here talking with these guys uh you know who who these these veterans that walk the bridge every month yeah. in Rowlett, you know, and they're naming that bridge now in a memorial for these fallen soldiers and, and veterans. And, and, you know, it's just, you see the people yeah. that are out there, like you said, that want to do good. Yeah. Right. And they want to be unified. And I think people do. Yeah. That was, uh, let's tell it's in John, John Salerno. Yeah. John Salerno is doing that. Give me, give me the card. Yeah. I took mine out the, of my pocket the, there. The yeah. first, uh, First memorial bridge and memorial park for veterans who are struggling with post-traumatic stress, and uh, they're naming a bridge. They do the walk and badgeofhonor.com. Yeah, that's monumental uh, and something that we we just haven't seen of. So I mean, because this uh, pandemic is consuming everybody, we get it. Uh, But these veteran issues, veteran suicide is not stopping and i I couldn't forget about that this this cause our our nonprofit savethebrave.org we can't stop raising awareness for what's going on because the isolation is probably one of the worst things worst things you can do people dealing with stress and i say people i don't say veterans because we don't own stress management we don't own tragedy and trauma everybody deals with it so um i think sharing your story and being able to come out and and use that people can rally around that and feel comfortable like man it's it's all right to be kind of yeah kind of messed up and understand that there's others willing to help you yeah and that's the thing you know chad robichaud mighty oaks he sat right here and he said look you know my guys they want to come in they want to get the help they're not worried about dying of a cold they know that if they don't get the help they're not going to make it another 10 days yeah. right so they're not worried about coronavirus or anything else and even the va is starting to isolate through telemedicine and and those kind of things and like the back of john's business card says it's okay to not be okay yeah right and and that's what we try to hammer out to all you tough guys out there especially folks in the western world cowboys are the world's worst they don't admit any form of weakness right they won't admit that they got any problems and i come out and say I've dealt with depression for a long time now, you know, everything from having to deal with it medically and and taking the taking the pharmaceuticals and things like that to do it. And you can't go just talk to your friends because they're like, quit being a bitch, (laughs) you know, and so (laughs) it's it's tough, you know, quit being a little bitch. 
Why are you sad all the time? Yeah. I tell people, I said, talk to God, talk to your therapist, talk to your doctor, talk to whoever you got to talk mm-hmm. to, but get the help you need. Well, let's let's make it let's make it more cool and more chic to, to say I'm that you're, you're, you're doing that. And I I have to introduce you to Dr. Shauna Springer because she wrote a book called Warrior. Uh, a good friend of ours who's been on the show, Sebastian Younger, did a blurb for the cover. She sent me mm-hmm. a box of books. I never met her. And I started reading this book called Warrior, and, and she's a, a psychologist and just uses some great examples. And she says, uh, it, we have to bring that in vogue to you say, oh, man, I get my cowboy hat steamed at this guy. You got to get his number. Or Natalie gets her nails done at this, and Steve gets his back cracked by John. Or, hey, I get my head yeah. shrunk by Doc Springer. And yeah. she's the best. When is that going to be cool? Mm. Yeah. That it's now cool to say that because you have no problem recommending me to your nail or hair salon or to your. You're man, exactly it's right. Just gotta, we just got to Like, I would love to say, hey, here's my personal trainer. I'm in physical shape. This guy's my shrink. I have never been more laser focused and mm. clear minded yeah. than before I started seeing this person. Yeah. And, and there is absolutely no shame in that. But the stigma and we had some first responders here earlier with cops, firefighters, Eric Hicks sitting right over there, veteran of the fire department up in Argyle. These guys see tons of trauma yeah. compounded and they compartmentalize and they put that stuff aside just like veterans do. Again, we don't own these terms. Yeah. And they're worried about job security and getting benched from the cool jobs if they come out and say, hey, I'm just mm. feeling a little edgy or anxious or yeah. I don't know. We, we can fix it. Yeah. And it is you're cool helping. to do. You're, you're part of the solution, man. We I am. I'm glad to know we've, that you're no, reading had... another book. <laughs> yeah. Steve, we, I will tell that story when we come back. Hey, listen. Everybody right now is looking for ways to save some money, uh, especially right now. When's the last time you looked at how much you're spending every single month on your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance? Look, now's the time you need to check out you know, some of these things and see how you could save money. I recommend Gabby, and they will help you get a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby, G-A-B-I, they're going to take the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, all the folks you've heard of. You just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes on their website, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have that's exactly what i did logged in with my current insurance provider and within minutes uh a whole bunch of competing coverage came up and gabby customers they usually save about 825 dollars per year on average and if they can't find you the savings then guess what they'll reject you they'll say nope you don't need us and then you're going to have peace of mind and be able to relax knowing you already have the best rate that's out there they're not going to sell your info so no annoying spam or robo calls it's totally free to check your rate there's no obligation take two minutes this afternoon see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's assurance go to gabby g-a-b-i gabby.com slash watch chad g-a-b-i.com slash watch chad we'll be right back you know you reach out to me i can tell you how cool it is my guy that i talk to on a regular basis listen how cool this is his name is joe all right joe has a beard that comes down about right here Young guy, cool guy. He gets his tattoos over at Elm Street with Oliver, if you've ever watched, you know, tattoo shows. He's tattooed all the way down, covered up, right? 
every time we talk, talk about whiskey, rides a motorcycle, drives a Jeep, and we go in there and we talk about how screwed up my head is. And it's the best thing in the world because I can be honest. I can say, he's not a therapist, mm-hmm. but I can go in there and say, this works, this doesn't work, we need to adjust this. And it's as simple as that. This is something we need to fix. And he's like, yeah, well, we'll bump that up and see if that works. We'll take you off of that or whatever. And so just a couple of pills yeah. and I take them. And I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. And not everybody needs medicine. You know, not everybody needs that. Sometimes people can just talk through it. It's a communication therapy to do that. But, like, I have zero, literally zero sense of shame in any of that. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then when you're filling out a form, someone's like, well, what medications are you on? Eh, Maybe you don't want to tell them you're on Zoloft. But that's the old insurance agent in me that's going, I just don't want people to know there's something wrong. But, you know, but at the end of the day. You got to do what you got to do. Steve, so Steve read your book. We were talking about your book uh, to some guys this week and up in Oklahoma City, and Steve was talking about how it's the only book he's ever read in his life. And I said, well, Scott said that's he had to pra- write one in order to read one. <laughs> that's high praise, man, coming from party I think foul. I said it, it was like I wrote it, because, and I say that because it was so easy to read. It was just yeah. simple. Yeah. You, you know, it was simple. Marine Corps, you know. Yeah. Echo and Ramadi, great book. Simple. Just great book. People. I want to talk about this rifle that's sitting over here on the pub. Yeah, let's let's talk about that because yeah. it's tied to the ride. Yeah. So so what's what's the goal in that thing? Because I know they built that here locally in DFW. <sighs> well, we're lucky because the people that built it are sitting right across from us here in Sweet Eric and Robin Hicks and uh, Firefighter. We already entered him, but he built this amazing 5.56 custom rifle. And we've known each other a long time. I mean, we go way back. Was it nine days now, Eric? (laughs) So this is another great American family. Not a veteran, but first responder. So he gets it. He's part of the tribe. And he says, I want to do something equally special. Because Marty Bryan up at Marty B's place in Bartonville, raising 5000 bucks for us and a shotgun barbecue was enough. He jumps in and says, oh, I'm going to build this custom rifle. Can you send me the logo for your nonprofit at SaveTheBrave.org and your book cover and, and your signature, and I'm going to build this thing, and you can auction it off. So, How are you all auctioning it off? Well, I think right now uh, we're going to keep the rifle here in Texas. Uh, Eric owns BlackstoneArms.com, and I think – that rifle is not going for anything less than five thousand bucks. Right. Um, so we can sell raffle tickets. We'll set up it on BlackstoneArms.com. We can sell raffle tickets off to it. If someone sees the show uh, or wants to make a bid, and all the proceeds go to SaveTheBrave.org, helping vets. And Where would they go to make a bid? Do we have that set up yet? We don't have it set up yet, but uh, you can if if you're interested. Like if there's someone watching the show between now and then, and they they're they're interested, and they want to make a bid of five thousand bucks mm-hmm. and start bidding. They can do it on Instagram. They can DM us Save the Brave Org on Instagram. But Eric's the owner of the weapon. He's going to have it. Um, but we'll set up a formal site. But it's going to be through BlackstoneArms.com. So we want to have everybody see what great work he's doing. Not just the talent. I mean, the craftsmanship and the artistry that goes into putting a weapon like that together. Yeah. Uh, which is way sexier than anything Marines ever carry. Um, <laughs> All right. But, uh, man, I, I tell you again, just. Yeah. It's nuts, dude. Like. We would stay at their house. We're having drinks. And I'm all sweaty and gross. And I asked Robin, I go, hey, Robin, can I, can I do some laundry? Because you know you're on the road. You're all, you know how it is. They don't have yeah. laundry in hotels even anymore. And I said, yeah, just point me in the right direction. She says, no, no, I got it. Yeah. Who does that, man? Awesome people, that's who. That's right. 
I bet that bandana is like permanently part of your forehead now. Like you'll never <laughs> be able not, to get man. it off. Still, you look good. The hair's still here, man. It's just it, <clears throat> it's a you know you got the I got a full face helmet I put on. Uh, so every stop, my hair is a little askew. So I just stuck this in my pocket. Yeah, but you have good hair. It pisses me off. You may not need the gay pill. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I know pretty when I see it. There's no question about that. Hey, here's something else, too, because you intro the show with talking about diversity with Candace, and, and we're joking about that. Mm -hmm. But one of the other great things through this ride and everything we do is uh, really, I think, educating the public on what's going on with the social climate what we're still dealing with in the veteran space, but understand that the veterans uh, in the mil U.S. military make up less than one half of 1% of the entire American population. Yeah. For those of you that don't even know how many people live in your own country, it's 333 million, all right? Less than one half of 1%. Yet within that group, we have the most diverse makeup of racial, ethnic, religious, sexually oriented personnel mm -hmm. and we all come together focused singularly on one thing mission accomplishment and winning and right now with everything that's going on i think everyone again is well served to take a page out of that playbook and apply it because just like you god thank god running for governor of the state of texas and it's all about leadership and talking about things that are, are real and every time we talk on the phone or text or do a show, it gets more real mm -hmm. because you you learn personalities and and we we're lucky to be surrounded by a lot of smart people because let's face it, we're like no, that's the secret yeah. to our success is that's surrounding ourselves with smart people. I mean, Pete, I make no mistake, is the brains of the outfit mm -hmm. right there. I mean, Steve, Steve is, um, is ah, yeah, love him. Wrong. But I'm just saying is that he's a real um, driver. We we were lucky to be exposed to that for you know for me 24 years in the Marine Corps. Um, others just a shorter period. But I think that I mean that's a that's something I just like to share. I, I think people lose perspective with the fire hose of mainstream media that they have to digest. They're not seeing the whole picture. Well, it's not the real world. Yeah. You know, the stuff that the TV's trying to tell you that is the real world is not the real world. I mean, yeah. just think about it. The news isn't real. I mean, they, they're because they're going to show the worst of the worst of the worst, right? Yeah. Hollywood obviously isn't real, uh, and so many, and then re, even reality TV. You watch reality TV. Well, that's majority scripted, yeah. right? In order to create entertainment, so we're getting bombarded. And social media isn't real either. Yeah. You know, I mean, we got everything from selfie filters. <laughs> For our pictures, we can make ourselves skinnier. We can do all kinds of things on our phone, right? So, and then the stuff that people say and the arguing and the fighting back and forth, that's yeah. not the real world. Well, you travel a lot. So, yeah. what's a good, because this this ride, you don't have to ride 4,600 miles of experience or travel around the country, but you see the reality when people come up to so you. Like, what's, summer, a, what's a great example, a recent one for me? I will paraphrase something here. I'll paraphrase something here. Mark Twain basically said, he said it more eloquently. He said, nothing destroys travel like prejudice and nothing destroys prejudice like travel. And what he meant by that is if we get out and you get around people, the more you travel, you mm -hmm. realize that people are really just kind of the same mm -hmm. wherever they go, right? Yeah. So we were we were um, in uh, Oklahoma this past weekend, right? And the place is just covered up with 
homeless people. You, I've seen a bigger influx in so many of these cities through this coronavirus thing. And I don't know if it's what I think is happening is is your average daily out on the street people. They're not out on the street without a purpose. Right. But who is out on the street are these homeless people because they are always there. You just don't see them as much. Right. Because they kind of get lost in the shuffle of mm. all the other people that are normally out there. Yeah. So now it's becoming glaringly more obvious. So I had people who were saying, hey, um, why do we have so many homeless people in these cities now? And I'm like, they've always been there. You just haven't noticed them because you're, you're seeing everybody else, too. Now that that's taken away, you're seeing reality. And I think that that is something that people have got to realize is what we're seeing isn't necessarily reality out there. So, yeah, I mean, we deal with we deal. I got a card last night. I just did six shows in four nights. The people working in the club. This was a real nice personal touch from this Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, which was one of becoming one of the premier comedy clubs in the entire nation. Uh, we had a ton of people that came through the doors and, and hung out and had laughs. When it was over with, they handed me a greeting card from them, and they and I opened it up back in the green room, and it was signed by everybody that worked at the club. Oh, man. Everybody that worked at the club. Yeah. Hispanics, whites, blacks, Asian. I mean, everybody that worked at the club. They all had a nice little note to say about my show's it wasn't anything about we disagree with your politics. It was like, I loved this joke you told or this story or this song you sung. And I thought, at the end of the day, it's not that hard to set aside differences. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody working at that club agreed with me on, on you know, if they watch this show or whatever. They don't have to. Yeah, no, they don't have to. But that's something right there. That's the real world is somebody who says, you know, I'm going to take an extra second, an extra minute and figure out something that I can say to you that maybe I put a little thought in how I'm going to communicate with you. And it makes a big difference because you what we're talking about here. You don't know. You have no damn idea what somebody's going through. No, you you don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know if they're on their last. You know, they might be going home to write a note and eat a bullet. You don't know what that person's going through. And just a little bit of an uplifting conversation with the contagious emotions. Smiles are contagious. You smile at me, I smile back at you. We do it with total strangers all the time. Joy is contagious. Happiness yeah. is con- Laughter is contagious. Yeah. You know? It, it, I, I put it in two categories. And we, we're lucky to have a diverse group of people with our organization and just as veterans. But you either love or hate man there's just really no the the word racism doesn't really exist i mean you've got bad apples and and i don't say that to marginalize bad actions but people that just are bad people and they may need help too yeah uh, to be quite honest but we see it in in black and white love or hate and that's really the driving factor of understanding you know what's going on um within your own groups and you can you you can't always expect to affect everyone it depends on the platform you have and even if you're like at the top of the media spectrum you're still not going to influence everybody but when you connect with those people in the small towns and the communities and the clubs you're in or like the gas station story i was telling you about right some guy owns a plumbing company and he sees us doing the social media and gives us 20 40 bucks man like that dude man i wish i wish i remember his name right now i'm so bad hang tight for a second we're gonna take a quick break come back talk about it some more
I think this thing looks good on me right here. Yeah? Sexy. You could add that to your collection today. I could? We were talking to Eric yeah. Hicks right over there, Blackstone Arms. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just your size. It's a sexy yep. beast. It really is. It's got a nice... It's like you snuggle snuggleable it's snuggly soft oh i know i got chad on email distro list but like yeah we can make sure you get yeah <laughs> taken care of i do want to encourage people to bid i mean there's folks out there who want to get involved and and they're always talking about they're going to and i and i hear people say well i just wish i had this or that do it i promise you if you, if you want to it, let's say you're not making a lot of money right now. Everybody's got it rough through this coronavirus yeah. stuff. I mean, we got 51 million people that are unemployed. I always tell people, I say, look, one of the things, when I was broke, 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 I still found a way to to, to give. Yeah. Broke. The, Pete, I don't want to quote Pete anymore because Pete's sitting right here, but I learned something. He shared this with me. This is sage advice um, and what your philosophy on charity. Pete? It just it's not supposed to be easy if the problem was easy to solve it yeah. is solved it's got to be hard it's when we're on the highway and it's 110 outside and he's burning up hot yeah. like that's when you say yeah we're doing it right it's yeah. hard yeah so. there, there's nothing good that comes unless there's some adversity to it whether you're building a muscle or building your brain i mean they, you don't learn in the easy times right and it, it, you plant corn planting corn that's work right that you got to go out there you got to break that soil you got to put those seed in there but guess what you get out of it? A whole lot more corn. And if you're planting the corn, you get more corn. And I say that about money, too. You got you to gotta be giving. You got to be generous. Yeah. The only thing, that, the only requirement, in my opinion, is you got to be, you got to have some, it's got to make you happy to do it. Yeah. You know? You build a house. Why do you do it? To live in it. But at the end of it, you look back and it makes you happy that you built something. Yeah. And that's what you've done. That's what Pete's doing. That's what Nick's doing. That's what all these guys at, at Blackstone. Did I get it right, Blackstone? Yeah, I thought I, I thought I did. I always second guess myself. Look at that sexy beast, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I love I love that, that desert olive. Just ooh, <laughs> makes me want to go out there. And it's all custom. Jihadi uh, with you my call body, it you know Cerakote, Cerakoted, durable. It's got the Save the Brave logo on one side. It's got the book cover on the other. My signature. It's one of a kind, and it's also Look most importantly. Got things the, I'm noticing now. The names of our fallen brothers etched on the uh, upper receiver right yep, there on the sure rail mount. Yeah, uh, it, it's just it's such a special, yeah, such a special thing, man. Yeah, to, you can see the names yeah. that are there. You got the Save the Brave logo, and on the other side you got Echo and Ramadi. Even spell Ramadi right. Fantastic. That'd be something Steve would mess up. <laughs> Easy now. He think it's like Ramada in. Ramada Inn. <laughs> oh, it is Ramadi. <laughs> Echo in Ramada Inn. Steve's made a few yeah. echoes at Ramada Inn. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my. Joe Ligotti used to butcher the name of the book. We yeah. are next guest, Major Scott Husling. Echoes <laughs> from Ram Ramaldi. He's in the studio with us today. And Joe Ligotti, <laughs> the big guy from Boston, yeah. he knows I love him, man, but it was it's funny. Every time it was something different. I just like Scott Hustling. <laughs> Scott Hustling. He'd promote me and demote me. He'd be like, Sergeant Major Scott Hus Houston. <laughs> Echo of Ramada Inn. 
You know what I miss? I miss us going over to the restaurant, having a nice dinner yeah, and drinks, no, staring I, at each other over I candles. Gazing. Yeah, gazing. <laughs> a lot of gazing. Ah, oh, that's how generous man. I am, Pete. I know. I feel like this was fortunate we could get together again and do the show and talk about the ride and, and reconnect and you know we run into so many of the same people and but whenever we get the chance to hang and then you know i gotta hit the road mm-hmm. and i got another 430 miles to do today so they get these guys all ride me in today and then i have to hit pecos by whatever nightfall and then i got people riding me across the border in new mexico american legions and vfws like they're riding me across the country new mexico into arizona and then tucson is picking me up and then uh some of my gold star moms blue star moms are coming down and we're doing a little fundraiser there at 1912 brewing and then um but yeah i mean it'd be cool if we could just hang out and go get beers like we always do but yeah well i i want you to come here it's still it's not great our governor's kind of shut down the state a good bit it's kind of hard to I go out and just gavin get a newsome. decent drink but you got gavin they make newsome. a sleep in masks up there yeah <laughs> oh, somewhere gosh. out there some beta male soy boys are saying we need to put this mask on before intercourse <laughs> do you see the video the other day of that couple that were kissing with the masks on yes uh, they were making I'm, out I'm like so somebody was video they not. didn't know anybody was watching them and they were over there just kind of kissing on each other with the masks on that's how stupid this world has become and now here we were talking about the best in people but I'll tell you what, when you see the best in people, it really magnifies the worst in people. It's out it does. There. Yeah. It's really brutal, man. Savethebrave.org. And uh, if you haven't read Echo and Ramadi, Echo and Remedy. <laughs> Joe Ligotti. By Scott Hustling. The guy from Boston. Make sure you get that thing. And a portion of the proceeds go to savethebrave.org. It's, you think when you get home, you're just going to crash out and be done for a while? It's I mean, uh, I mean, you got to be exhausted. It's been a phys- it's been a physical physical ride. Uh, the, the emotional part of it is has been great. Meeting people keeps you energized on the road and all that. But um, don't wreck. No. Well, there's two types of riders. Those have been hit. And those are going to get hit. I'm already in the club. I've been hit by a car eight times. Jeez. Twice okay. walking, twice on a bicycle. Let's call twice this a finale. Let's call this yeah. like the last Maybe you ride. should just stay out of the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them was parked. <laughs> I, I wrecked a bike as a kid. Uh, yeah, I hit, a, I hit a parked car. Yeah, we, we've been, we're lucky. And again, Pete is right behind me. He's, you know, in the safety vehicle. Although he's gotten a couple of demerits. Uh, the rest of them, he left me in a rainstorm with my cell phone in his car. As he took off. I'm like, where, where is Pete going? And you're just stuck under a bridge. It was a, no. I kept riding through the rain. Zero visibility, and um, you know, it happens. looking for car number nine. I got yeah. a demerit too. What I get a demerit for? Laundry. Laundry. I left. Pete. I did not do Pete's laundry for him. I'll do your laundry. No, he didn't. At Barksdale Air Force Base. Because yeah, it was a little uh, like windblown or something. And he goes, oh, I'm just going to leave my laundry in here if you're going to do laundry, and I didn't do it. Not a boy. That's a demerit. So. You're such a dude. I did my laundry though, so I blue falconed him. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. You're just yeah. now finding out. I'm glad I brought the rifle over laundry. here. After you invited me to join my laundry with yeah. yours. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I did laundry. Demerit. Everything yeah. came out pink. Because Scott left one pair of underwear in there. I left my bandana. bandana. He left his thong. <laughs> <laughs> I watched all peace whites with my bandana. Yeah, with his lacy panties. <laughs> hey, did you ever sell those panties? Did you ever sell your underwear? No. 
No, I know. I should have countered with a really high offer, but. So this guy asked if he could buy Natalie's underwear. Used underwear. Used underwear. And she said no. And I'm like, everything has a price. (laughs) I was like, you Like, you could have let Party Foul Steve wear them for a couple of hours and sent those to him. I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. For a fee. Do you get a lot of rando requests like that? Yeah. I've gotten some pretty interesting requests over the years. Yeah. I have not had that one before. Um, but I just said negative. What's wrong with people? Yeah. I don't know. What's wrong with people? They need to get out and ride and do fun things and it, breathe it, some it did fresh come air. From Scott Hus- Hustling. You should invite that guy to Scott studio. Hustling. We'll just like dog pile him. We'll like roll him up in that carpet. <laughs> in the carpet. Butt stroking with Eric's. He sleeps with the fishes. Eric's rifle, man. This is a, I feel like that guy in St. Louis, you know, that was protecting his house, you know? Yeah. He's out there, and he's holding it out here like this, <laughs> yeah. flagging everybody. <laughs> and his wife. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I, hey. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, man. Yeah. People get so mad at me when I'm like, ah. You know, they, people talk about, well, their gun should have been in a safe. I mean, like, no, no, that's why we have, that's why we have them. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why we have them. That's why I love being in Texas, too, because I always get surrounded by what I believe is more my culture. Um, and I told you, you know, like I would like to get a fake ID just so I can vote for you. Um, well, we're going to do mail-in ballots. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Democrats good. do that anyway. You're good. We're going to trust me. We're going to take here. a page out of the playbook. Yeah. Out of the left's playbook. We're going. We're going to the governor's mansion, yeah. my friend. <laughs> it's going to be the house of the people. I, I I just love coming down here because it's guns and yeah. booze everywhere, and I just I'm always surrounded <laughs> right. by love. I'm I going mean, to Texas Gun tonight, and I'm shooting. Yeah. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. So, uh, what you guys do at Marty B's? Y'all had a big event, huh? Marty Bryant, yeah, Marty B's place in Bartonville. Um, fancy, fancy Tansy Turner. Turner. This, yeah, one of my favorites. She's, She's the event coordinator there, and yeah. um, she put it all together. Did a we did a VIP book signing, which uh, which was cool because we talked. Like I don't have a bunch of books laying around my house. You just authors don't, and right. um, but they say, hey, can you get some books? And Nick had a few. Uh, he had a box of books, and then. I go to my neighbor's house, Jimmy Owen Fitzpatrick, books. who's a FMX motocross icon, um, Fitz Army, Metal Militia. You've, heard, you've seen them. They jump yeah, and flip sure. the bikes. They're crazy. crazy. Yeah. I go by to get a ramp for the truck, for the bike, just in case of emergency to put in Pete's truck. And his mom, Gail's there. And I tell her what we're doing, riding across the country. And she says, hey, do you need some more books? So Mama Fitz That's gave me awesome. a box of books because I was supposed to speak yeah. to her women's group. So anyway... We go to Marty B's place in Bartonville, Texas, right up the road here, and had 75 people that have like a v- little VIP thing, sold tickets, quick event, right? Just you perfect. Know, we didn't have any notice, but yeah. he opened his whole restaurant up to us, didn't charge us anything, you know, just it was, and we got up on stage, and then afterwards he says, We got to do this again next year. Yeah. You got to make it an annual thing. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm on yeah. board. Save you can the brave. Ride, you can ride next year. Man, I ain't riding. Save the brave.org. <laughs> Save the brave.org. Get over there. Go follow Echo and Ramadi on social media, Instagram, all the good places that are out there. Get out there and find ways. Donate, donate, donate. And own this rifle, y'all. 
own this rifle. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is as well. Thank you for joining us. Scott Houston, I love you, pal. And we love y'all. God bless you. Talk to you next time. Bye.